couple of years down the road, you wake up. Mm. Sun shining through your open window. Warming your face. <laughs> uh huh. You feel the heat resonate down your neck, your chest, shoulder, and arm. You blink twice and you're pretty much wide awake. You wake up <clears throat> with the worries of a person who doesn't need to worry about anything. Things are going pretty well. Okay. Sounds sounds nice. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's a nice feeling these days. You've, you just uh, <laughs> you've had you've had some success recently. Oh, okay. You know, I no, I, I wouldn't know, but please. <laughs> so uh, you don't really have much plan for the morning, but you have to uh, you have to fly to Atlanta, Georgia, this afternoon. You're making uh you're making an appearance at a video game convention. <laughs> you're there for uh a little like uh you give like a you give like a talk on like uh <laughs> it's like a motivational talk about like working in the entertainment industry and like uh doing like voiceover work and and how to survive. I've become a hero to these people. You become a really popular voice actor a few <laughs> okay. years in the in the future. Cool. Basically, you... Um, a cartoon or... A, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. A couple years from now... Uh, you, can I hear about... I want to hear about my cartoon. Uh, sure. So, you, a couple years from now, you record... Um, the the lines of the protagonists for like an open world RPG game called Carl Man Amongst Boys. <laughs> yeah, and it's basically uh, an RPG where yeah. you're you're like this dude uh, named uh, Carl Dorfman, <laughs> and no. you're like a you're like a forty eight year old uh, guy who runs like a Jiffy Lube. You know, yeah, and you just get tired of shit, and you uh-huh. snap, and you just kind of like terrorize the area around you, like a falling down thing. Yeah, yeah, like like a, a man at the end of his rope. Yeah, and I'm you know? the protagonist. Yeah, Sounds Carl violent. Carl Dorfman. Oh, it is. It's very violent. It's uh, it's, it's very brutal. It's cartoon violence? Is this like no? A, it's like as real. It's, like it's as real. Very as, adult game. It's, yeah, yeah. It's it's as real as I can possibly make it. It's like a. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Uh, it's like a, like a Grand Theft Auto. I mean, it's beyond that. I mean, it's it's so bad that uh, another video game studio <laughs> called uh, uh, Falling Apart Productions. Mm-hmm. They're not very good. They, they're another, uh, they're like always on the brink of collapse. They never quite, they never quite collapse, but they're always on the brink. I go from voicing the most violent video game of all time to being the star of a cartoon show. No, no, no. So basically like this company, uh, they, they like call the cops on the people who are like making your video game, Carl Manimal's boys <laughs> and the cops, uh, they say there's a bomb in the building the cops show up and they see the grisly violence they're designing on that page that they arrest the guy making it. 
because they <laughs> were, they were, <laughs> they, were they were sure that it was a crime scene. Yeah, they took him to jail. You never saw him again. Yeah. So point one being, guy like, made that game. I mean, there were several, but he was the guy who just really had the most grisly one up on on screen. <laughs> oh. So you basically like it's like an indie video game. You know, it's not something that's like meant for the mainstream because it is a very strange idea of a guy just losing his shit. And there's like quests that lead him around his neighborhood to like, you know, stick a banana tailpipe of a car, you know, yeah. and then, uh, you know, cut the brake lines of the van across the street. And then you wait at the bottom of a hill with binoculars. <laughs> right. And you see, uh-huh. you like, you like, you see her, uh, she like runs a cul-de-sac. She takes a little quicker than she normally would inside of the car. She's like, what the heck? And then she just comes down this hill and you're standing there at the four way with binoculars, just watching her the whole way. What? Yeah. Wait, I thought she, uh, there was a ramp at the end of that street. There was going to be an X games in the town a couple years later. Wait, wait, so they wait. were like building in preparation and she hits this ramp and it wasn't completed on the other end yet. And her van just smashed into the side of a mountain. <laughs> And it exploded. And Carl, you, the protagonist, just a smile across his face. Yeah. So you, like, had all these, like, he was, like, kind of a snarky shithead. You know what I mean? Okay. He, uh, him as, like, a a protagonist, you know? Mm. It was just a guy losing his mind, you know? So you had (laughs) all these, like, weird (laughs) rantings. Hey, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, not me. Carl. Carl. A snarky, what was it? I mean, what he's, is just, it? he's just a guy losing his fucking mind, Kevin. Friend of mine? What was it? What was that? Carl, man how amongst you, boys? How would you describe Carl? Not me, but Carl. Not you, Carl. <laughs> a snarky one? I don't even remember what I said oh, okay. three seconds okay. ago. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. I was on a one of Carry on. <laughs> so basically, you make this movie, you make this video game, right? So you had you give like these these uh these little speeches. Little conventions will hire you as a star of Carl Man Amongst Boys. It got yeah. initially it got released to like a pretty small audience. Uh, it spread on on Reddit and spread kind of like wildfire when it did, and uh, everybody just wanted to have this like weird hyper violent game with this like funny guy who's just losing his mind. It was a very strange phenomenon mm-hmm. that made you, frankly, pretty well off. Oh. You don't really have to work anymore, mm-hmm. you know. the The game really took off from there, and the the guys who were making it couldn't pay you a lot, so you took a percentage of ownership on the off chance something ever happened with it. And by God, your lottery ticket came up. Nice. So you wake up. You blink a few times, right? Mm-hmm. You wake up in the morning. It's like eleven thirty. You make breakfast for yourself. You're in a, like a like a nice apartment in New York City. You make yourself a little uh, bacon and eggs, side of toast. Are you a wheat man or a, a white bread man? Wheat. A wheat toast. You sit down and you got a pretty nice view of your place. Sit down, you look over the hustle and bustle, and you think, man, life sure could have turned out different. 
You spend the rest of your morning doing a whole lot of nothing. Pack your bag for the weekend. Head to the airport. You go to Atlanta, Georgia. You're giving a speech at this year's convention. Famed voice actor, Kevin White. (laughs) You're like walking up. You got a little like rolly bag with you. They haven't started letting people in yet. You come walking by. People are like yelling your name. They're like cosplaying as your character. You know, a couple of them, you look at them and you know that they're cosplaying as you. You don't really know how to feel about that. Like real me. Like you. Like not, not my character. No, you, Kevin White. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you go inside, right? You've got like a little green room, dressing room area. They got a fridge full of anything you want to drink. Got a little pantry there, some snacks, fruit plate. You're going to be just fine. (laughs) Yeah. You, uh, it's probably like an hour before, you know, you're supposed to go on. So you just kind of hang out, get situated, plug in your phone up your computer you know you're uh, like writing out a little list of, of, of things you want to talk about maybe some stories you want to tell you're going to open it up to a Q&A at one point that's always interesting <laughs> you uh, kind of fuck around for a little while a guy comes by he goes 30 minutes sir you go sure thing you take a big shit <laughs> yeah big one <laughs> flying does that to you these days <laughs> so you take a big shit <laughs> you go into the other room do you, do you want to tell me more about the shit just a big one <sighs> you're sweating you wipe your fucking brow <laughs> and it reminds you of the days when you used to work a lot harder to make your dollars this shit is the hardest thing I've done in, in, a, in a while. Yeah. yeah. And you did a commercial with Kevin James recently. You know what? So, yeah. So you get dressed. You go out to an uproarious applause. People chant your name for 20 seconds. People got, you know, posters. Mm-hmm. They're dressed like you, like I said, you know. Mm-hmm. You kind of you kind of give them the all. Hey, quiet down, quiet down. As soon as it gets quiet, somebody goes, "We love you, Kevin." You kind of like point to the rafters, you know, and you, <laughs> you think like all the greats. Yeah. And you give like a forty-five minute talk about kind of like your history, about <laughs> about who you were as a kid coming from, you know, South St. Louis. You know. Uh-huh. And look at you now. A couple people weep openly. People hug. You wipe a tear from your own eye. And you say, okay, let's open it up to a little bit of uh, a little bit of Q&A. People just like rush to these microphones, you know. 
you spend like an hour answering questions. It's like really engaging and your fans never cease to surprise you. You say that on stage <laughs> at one point you go, gosh, you know, my fans never cease to surprise me. Nice. You have a great time, honestly. And the check is pretty nice too. <laughs> so you, uh, you're going to hang out for a little bit. You've got like another, you're doing a panel and like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, you're having a great time. This is great. What could yeah. go wrong? Yeah. This is good. You're, uh... Well, I'm doing a panel also? Yeah, you're doing a panel on about how to deal with adversity. Oh, in, okay. In, in the industry. Because yeah. you, you uh, recently, uh, after the success of Carl, Man Amongst Boys, there was going to be a sequel. <laughs> they were going to do a sequel game. Yeah. It's called Carl. <laughs> Still man. (laughs) (laughs) Still man. (laughs) Still man. A man? No, still man. (laughs) It's like it's like Carl, but he's like more deranged. Yeah. You're you're starting from a far worse place. And you were guaranteed you were guaranteed something that was basically going to essentially double your net worth. Wow. You were gonna be worth Uh, $4 million. (laughs) But this game... Why does that feel so low? (laughs) Well, I mean, it's like a video game that they released like two years ago. You know what I mean? And that came out like independently. Right. So it's going to go up to $8 million. Yeah. When this one comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be like, it's not like... Like that feels good. Like obviously that's good. Oh, 100%. but it's also, not, I don't know, you, you you're, you're, fans, I just expected something higher. Well, I mean, what do you think? What do you think would happen, you know? I don't know. I mean, know. It, it's I, an independent I, it's an independent video game, Kevin. Jesus Christ. What do you fucking right. want? They're going to make gonna, a sequel. Carl, still man. Even more deranged. Up, I was going to look up how much Kevin Conroy's worth or something, but all right. All right. I mean, who knows? But point being, you were going to give another speech on how to deal with adversity because it's something that really like turned you off to the business. You know, yeah, you were so close to what you felt is like, man, this is the the brass ring. This is like really it. This is like my whole life is different from here. And you were right there just on the edge and it got yanked out from underneath you. And it's pretty fresh within like the last two months. So this is like your first like public appearance since that news has come out. Wait, and what like, was the news? That uh, the sequel to Carl Man Amongst Boys, called Carl Still Man, <laughs> uh, got canceled, and it cost you. Yeah, like you said, potentially four million dollars, basically. Yeah. So uh, you're kind of like dreading talking about it. You're like preparing how am I going to phrase this? How am I going to answer the tough questions? You know? Yeah. You're back in your dressing room. You're kind of like pacing back and forth. What would you nibble on? You're going to nibble on the snack tray. I'm feeling some hummus. Like a pine nut hummus, a roasted red pepper hummus. You look down, they've got a, a hummus trio. (sighs) 
pine nut hummus, roasted red pepper hummus, and roasted garlic hummus. Oh, my God. Fuck me up. What are we dipping with? Got a little crudite there. Mm. A little carrot. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know what I would really love? A little zoo. Some a crackers, a, a crunchy cracker situation. Can we get those? Yeah, they've got uh, they got a Good. rosemary cracker. Yes, bitch. They got, yes, they Fuck got straight up. up. <laughs> uh, they got like Triscuit, like the woven wheat. I'll take a woven wheat. I'll take one. So you're you're going along, you're uh, dipping in hummus, you know. Yeah. Sampling different things, dipping in your you're kind of even double dipping. Yeah. You look around, you're like, fuck it, it's just me in here. It's just me. Fuck yeah. it. You say that to yourself. You dip a you dip a carrot stick in into the roasted red pepper, and you look at that roasted garlic one, and you go, huh. Yeah, you want to go pepper. <laughs> and you, you go to like dip it into the garlic, and then you stop just like a millimeter before it. <gasps> and you think, oh, I shouldn't double dip. <laughs> and then you look around, and you go, but who's going to know? Who's gonna know? And then you then I, fucking double dip, I, dude. I out loud, I go, "Fuck it, it's just me in here." Crunch, crunch. Ugh, I would do that. Yeah, you got me to a T. So you feel like kind of guilty in that moment, you know? You're almost like glad nobody saw you do it. You kind of have your eyes closed for just a split second as you taste both of those different hummuses. Hummai, the hummai. On that carrot stick as they combine in your hot, wet mouth. Mm-hmm. And you think, sometimes it's good to be bad. <laughs> and you feel a little guilt in the moment. And as soon as you open your eyes, you hear, hey, Kevin. Oh, no. Hey. <laughs> no. Kevin. It got so good. I almost, I almost forgot to fear. Okay. Kevin, it's me, I, Bill the Deal. <laughs> so I turn around and I see. You look down yeah, on the right. uh, on the vegetable tray in the back. On the vegetable tray? God. Yeah. Yeah. In the back. I jump, by the way. I am startled by this. In the back, you see a pickle spear. Oh, fuck. Almost lying on his back. <laughs> if I could describe him like that. Yeah. You look at it and you see up towards like uh, the top of it, like if he was like sitting up, it would be where his head would be. You see like the the seeds look like eyes, yeah. and like the they also form like a mouth below it. Yeah. And you, you see <laughs> that, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And you blink real hard. And now when you look at him, he has two big googly eyes, and he's got a big red cartoon smile that extends beyond his frame. And at the tip top, you know, on some on some pickles, it has that little tuft. Yeah. Yeah, that tuft is a thick jet black pompadour. You look at that pompadour and you say out loud, "There's no way you're getting a comb through that." He's got on a leather jacket, and even though there's no arms in there, you see the arms move. No. And he, he kind of waves at you and he goes, hey, Kevin, <laughs> no. over here, buddy. Uh, you step over towards Bill the Dill. Yeah. Uh, Bill the Dill goes on to tell you he's part of a uh, an intelligence network called the Pickle Clan. Basically, anywhere in the globe where there's a pickle, whether it's like hole or spear, dill, 
you know, relish. Anywhere that there's a pickle, it can see and hear what's going on around it and report back to all other pickles everywhere. Uh-huh. So basically, uh, Bill the Dill, goes, he says, uh, he goes, uh, hey, uh, was Kevin, it's, uh, it's good to see you, buddy. I'm, uh, I'm here to help you out of your little pickle. He goes, I know about your video game. He goes, the new one. He goes, I can help you get it I, made. I must be... Fuck, goddammit. He goes, you just gotta do one little thing I, for me. Well, I'm talking to... Do I address the pickle at all? What do you say? I want to say I, I I back up to the door. Because I'm freaking out, right? Yeah. So maybe I leave. What if what if that's an option? You um you go to leave and they're um they're playing a they have like people going through that hallway. They're like, hey, we're doing a uh, Guinness Book of World Records. What? <laughs> yeah, they're doing how many people can we fit, the most people we ever fit on a stage, <laughs> and they are packing it the fuck out, dude. It's gonna be a while before you can go anywhere. What do you mean? I can't walk the. the there's no way it's so full that I can't get out the door. The, the, seen, the stage manager, he, he's like, I, have you seen how big the hallways are? He's like, well, it's full of people. He's like, dude, I don't full. know where you're packed full. They're trying to win a fucking Guinness on the, <sighs> all right. This theater can only fit so many people. It takes time to get them that's in there. A fire hazard. I just want to say that's a, just want to let you know, the fire marshal, the fire marshal gave a speech beforehand. What? He says. He said, as a libertarian. Oh no! I he's, shut a, the door. he's a libertarian fire marshal. Hey, pickle, what do you want? <laughs> he's like a. He goes. I just need you. I need one little thing from you. Are you a libertarian? <laughs> this libertarian fireman, fire marshal, goes on for like a long time God about how it. taxes are fucked and the moon landing was faked, and he like, he like does not give a fuck. He's like, I'm here for one thing, and that's setting a goddamn world record. And everybody goes nuts. He pulls a gun out of his out of his pants, and he goes, if anybody tries to stop you, they got to go through me. And he fucking turns the safety off, and he cocks it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So he's holding people hostage now? <laughs> no, he's just letting people know. Like, Wait. If, anybody, if anybody's got a problem with the amount of people in here, they can fucking talk to him. <laughs> no. What? What? <laughs> Phil Tarleton. What show, what show am I making an appearance on? <laughs> you're not. On, you're not on, on any show yet. You. You're got. You got a panel later. They got all these oh, people the in here. They got all We're, these people in here for this world record, and you're stuck in the dressing this, room with a pickle. Between my show and the panel. No, doing this. I mean, you know. In like the ten minutes between. No, it's like it's like over an hour, man. You know. It's like over an hour. Right now, they're just in the thick of it. It's going to be a little while. So, <laughs> sure. All right. This fucking sucks. Okay, go on. So, uh, basically, uh, Bill the Dill tells you that somebody is reenacting the steps of the new game, and they're killing people one at a time, replaying the new game, but only like maybe like 150 200 people have like had anything to do with 
reenacting the steps of the new game. Yeah, that hasn't so come out. Killing yet. in in real life. And he he's like, that's why the police don't know because they haven't played the new game. <laughs> they don't know about the murders. They don't know about the pattern. Oh, because they haven't played the game, so they can't identify it. Right. Yeah. Go on. So basically, they have a a name and an address of the person who's doing this. Okay. Do you take him out? Do I take him out? Yeah. Why would I? Uh, why don't like the police take him out? Because the police don't know the game. Like they're not going to see the pattern in the game. So I would tell the police. I mean, the police are looking for this guy too. Yeah. So I have information. Bill the Dill doesn't want police involved. He doesn't believe in police. Too fucking bad. You're a pickle. <laughs> he looks at you and he goes, "There's only one way, Kevin." This is the only way I can help you. What are you talking about? I call the police. So you Go, wouldn't help him. You would pass on Bill the Dill's offer to do in exchange for getting your game published. It's what? I'm Carl, already a still man. In exchange for getting your opus published. I'm already. You just have to kill somebody who's already a killer. You're not going to do that? Why would I? Okay. For this so sake. So what do you do? You don't have to. You can do whatever you... What do you think you would do? Oh, I feel like I have to. But here's the thing. Why wouldn't I just give that information to the police? Okay, so... Well, they'd also put me in a psych ward. I'm talking about fucking pickle. All right. Here's what I do. Yeah. I I choose to kill the guy. Bill the Dill. I had a change of heart. Bill the Dill gives you uh, an address... And a room number. Okay. And says, Good luck, Kevin. I'll see you around. Okay. And you look down and build a dill, and you've never wanted a pickle more. Oh, okay. He kind of looks at you and he goes, It's okay. Would you eat him? Fuck. Okay. Yeah, I would. You pick him I up. I would eat him. His, I guess, like his ass end first. I guess if we're being like, you know, anatomically correct. If a pickle had an ass, it would be that that end. Uh-huh. You pick him up and you take a bite, and he goes, "Holy!" You devour him. He fucking loves it. Yeah. You've never had a better pickle in your entire life. I bet. And he seemed to like it. So win win. So you uh. You get a text on your phone from an unknown okay. number. Okay. It's an address and a room number. You look it up. It's at a uh, La Quinta Inn. It's about a mile and a half away uh, from the convention center where the uh, where the con is held. <laughs> Do you go? What's the name of the con? Uh, it's called uh, the Button Blast, <laughs> <laughs> a gamer's convention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we blast buttons. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, sick, dude. Yeah, I would go to that address. <laughs> so you, uh, you leave. You get a. You take like a car to this uh, Laquita Inn. Laquita. Yeah. It's in room fourteen. Uh huh. 
It's down a hallway, hangs a right, and it's the first room on the corner. There's no, um, there's like no windows. It's kind of back away from everything. What do you do? It's, there's no windows? Yeah, it's like inside of a hotel. There's not like a window or anything to where anybody could like see you. What I'm saying is like you're alone. Oh, yeah. I go in. Well, I mean, it's a hotel room. Yeah. What do you mean? What do I do? You have to have a key. Oh, I guess I just wait. What do you, what do you do? Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess I knock. (laughs) Sorry. So you knock and this guy, uh, opens up. He's got a lit cigarette in his mouth. He goes, yeah. What do you want? Oh, shit. Wait, was I given a weapon or anything? You, I mean, just what you would like have with you. So what do you do? This is the guy. This is the, the murderer. Yeah. You see that Whoa. he has like, he has like long gray hair, just like Carl, Carl yeah. Dorfman. Yeah. You see that he's wearing like a white tank top and blue jeans. So I just grab like Carl him, Dorfman. He's got I, on. I, I push him in the room. With, so gun, you, with, you a like, gun, with a gun. You don't have a gun? <laughs> yeah, dude, he said you whatever I brought on. Okay, you're not gonna, you don't carry, you're not gonna carry a gun, Kevin. I started carrying a gun. You, you flew out of state. You're not gonna take a gun on a plane. I bought one there. You did not. Yeah. You just got those two fucking fists that God gave you. You don't know Kevin, shit about... <sighs> you're not gonna fly with a gun, Kevin. It's a, it's a, I bought one when I got there. You just got there, and then you did a show. Fuck, I forgot to buy that gun. You did. Fuck. God damn it. So what do you do? I put my foot. I do that detective <laughs> yeah. thing. Where you, <laughs> where you put your foot in the door so you can't <laughs> shut it on me. Yeah, the, we- I, the wedge. I, I give him the wedge, and I... <laughs> <laughs> and I grab his collar and I go, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> yeah. He snarls at you. Go, he tries to like close your. I go, he like tries to. I, know, he, I go. Tries to close I, yeah, the door. But, well, I got the wedge, and I go. You know? Do you know? You know what you did. He takes a drag off the cigarette. He blows the smoke in your face, and he goes, "Get the fuck out of here!" I headbutt him. <laughs> you headbutt him, and uh, he falls on his back. He's lying there on his back in the yes. middle of the floor. He's a a guy who's like you know probably in his mid fifties, not in great shape. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, I fucking I wrestle him. Yeah. I I fucking subdue him. Get him <laughs> yeah. In a, you get him tied up at a he, figure four leg lock. Yeah. I tie him up to a chair, and, and when he wakes up, I I question him. What do you ask him? I, I needed to be like, did you, it's, I don't mention the pickle, but I basically, I ask him if he's, if he's the murderer and I feel him out, feel out how he's talking. He, uh, he's not going to give you a lot of information, you know, would uh, you rough, would you like rough him up? I'd probably just strangle him then <laughs> to, death. to death, just to be safe. <laughs> a pickle told me to, I might, you know, <laughs> go all in. So- <laughs> You wrap your you wrap your bare yeah, hands around enough. his neck. I strangle him. I'm so fucking hard. But the, yeah. go on. <laughs> you're both rock hard. You know. <laughs> you guys, yeah. uh, your boners touch for a split second, 
and you go, <gasps> you know, <laughs> you choke him to death. Yeah. You feel the life leave his body. Yeah. You never forget the last breath that he had and the look on his face when he exhaled. Yeah. It's the face you see when you fall asleep at night, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. You, uh, leave the hotel room. You get back just in time for your panel show. But how to deal with adversity oh, in gaming that. today. That's how you do it. And uh, the first question, right out of the gate, is like, this guy goes, hey, uh, Kevin, we're all, you know, we all have one question. Uh, Carl, still man, uh, was one of the most anticipated releases of the year. How do you feel about that? I go, you know, I wouldn't. I go, we'll we'll see it soon, and I I wink. Sorry, I'm real baked right now. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's that's what I say. But so you would confidently. I I give that you idea. Would, I you would like throw out there. Like, I'd throw out there. I'd tease that like, oh, that's not the last you've heard of of Still Man. <laughs> wink, Carl Dorfman. Yeah. So you say like that's not the last you've heard of Carl Dorfman. Yeah. And you put a wink out there. Yeah. And the internet explodes. Yeah. Like video game Twitter goes nuts. Yeah. Uh there's there's rumor videos up within twenty minutes. People are posting all kinds of shit about this, like, is Carl still man? Is it back? And there's like a real groundswell of support where there needed to be a catalyst. Some of the there needed to be a spark that lit the flame. Mm. About a week and a half later, you get a phone call from uh, Ted. Stunning. <laughs> he, he was one of the he's one of the the creators. Yeah. Of Carl Man Amongst Boys. Yeah. And he goes, "Hey, Kev, it's Ted. Uh, wanted to let you know, man, we're we're back on." Fuck yeah! Like this is a good day. He goes, uh, let's yeah. let's get together soon uh, for for uh, you know we need we'll need to talk, but this is good. I'll talk to you soon. He hangs, you know, leaves you a message, you know. Okay, he doesn't sound too excited. He was like, that's the most thrilled you'd ever heard him. Oh. He, he like never showed any emotion at all. Okay, <laughs> all of the deaths were his ideas, and they were all like just gruesome. You know, yeah. like the full stories of them. But they were all his ideas, and he just never showed any emotion. Cool. He's kind of a terrifying guy, but, you know. Yeah. All right. So, um, like I said, a couple weeks later, it's back on. With where they were at in production, it was only, like, another six months until everything was ready to go and, like, to be released. You know, they were, like, really, they were, like, you know, they were a pretty good way in. <laughs> yep. I'm not like a video game. I don't want to speak ill. You know, <laughs> like, okay. Some of these things like yeah, yeah, years yeah. and years and years, you know, that yeah, sure, sure, only sure, a few sure. months left. Yeah. So the game comes out. It comes out to rave reviews. It sells 
like an insane amount of copies worldwide. It's on every fucking platform. It's on the top of Christmas lists all over the globe. It is a sensation on, on like a halo level mm-hmm. of visibility. Like it's just everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. It blew up, and you're uh, you're like sitting with your financial planner, going over everything, and he's like, "This this is insane." He's like, "This is this is gonna make you." A millionaire many times over. He's like this is you know, just reviewing all, all the you know, all the numbers, and everything. Everything's fantastic. You buy a big house, you buy a second house, a little vacation place. Take care of your family, take care of your friends. You are a great person to a lot of people. You know? <laughs> Some people thought it would, uh, the money would change you, and you knew you knew that it wouldn't. You knew it was only gonna put a magnifying glass on the on the, the kind parts of who you are as a person. You know, <laughs> nobody has a mean thing to say. <laughs> oh Kevin my God. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so you go for a walk. I don't don't like where this is going. I don't like this. Okay. You, uh, you put on like a, at this point you're like a pretty visible guy. So you, you put on like a hat and sunglasses and, Mm -hmm. you know, you're outside in a jacket and, you know, nobody can see you really, you know, you're just going for a walk. You like to be outside in New York that time of year when it's cold and crisp and reminds you what it's like to be alive and like to be in the city, you know? Mm-hmm. Feels good. It's very rejuvenating for you. You, uh, you're walking along, right? You've got a. Uh, you're listening to music. You know what I mean on your phone. What are you listening to right now that you really like? Right now, yeah. Man, I don't know. I'm blanking. Um, here, I'm just going to tell you what's the last thing. Oh, fuck. Okay, I've been listening to, uh, Death From Above 1979. That's the last thing I listened to. (laughs) You're listening to Death From Above uh, 1979. (laughs) Uh, You weren't playing it at the time, but you pulled your phone out. It's like, man, it's been a few years since I've I've listened to this. Yeah. And, uh, you pull up Death From Above 1979, and then you hear... And you look up, and literally from above, a guy uh, just falls on top of you. He just jumped from the 180th floor of this new skyscraper, and he landed straight on you. Uh, he landed on you with such force that it just drilled you down into the bedrock. You were like standing straight up, and your body was just encased immediately, just in like in like rock. And they could not pull no. you out. They tried to pull you out, and they just ripped ripped every like just skin off and like hair out and uh the guy who was like in charge of of the extraction mission just kind of turned to his boss and he goes he's uh he's stuck pretty good boss and the boss went fuck it we'll just throw some dirt over him they they (laughs) left your body there in the in the the sidewalk in new york so beloved (laughs) 
yeah nobody yeah i mean they you know some people will come up to like the the spot on the concrete where they think you're buried and like write your name but it's never the right spot it's never the right <laughs> that's spot. all they did they they never they never get the right square concrete. that's not such a bad ending i'll take it they never found yeah. out how i got my riches that i killed a guy <laughs> yeah, my you legacy got, you, is intact. you got away with it yeah you got away with it great <laughs> you're fucking stuck several feet below the ground great nobody nobody knows where you are <laughs> that's, that's fine <laughs> i don't know where my dad's buried <laughs> well the lineage continues <laughs> oh shit 